Welcome to the Peepus Room. It's Charlie. Charlie and Chris here in the Peepus Room. And Joe? Joe. Joe? Introduce yourself, Joe. Just oh, that's right. He's not fucking here. Oh, no. Joe's not here. And hey, listen, guys. Sometimes Joe's not going to be able to make it. He's very busy with the army. He's got shit to do. Uh, sometimes he's got to do some important things for our country. Like he just uh, he just personally shot the missile at uh, Ayman al-Zawahari. <laughs> so uh, let's all give a round of applause for Joe for uh, killing the leader of Al-Qaeda. There's, if you, you can find it online, there's some video footage of him riding the missile all the way down, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're an anti-Al-Qaeda podcast. And even though he did that, what, this morning, now he's getting ready to head to Taiwan uh, in the news Nancy Pelosi visited. And tensions are rising between the Thai- the Republic of Taiwan, which I think is technically the Republic of China, and then... The People's Republic of China, which is regular China. There you go. Well, yeah, Joe's on his way to Taiwan. He's got to protect Nancy Pelosi from any um, any angry people. (laughs) Yeah. Me the poo. Never seen them both in the same place. So there you go. Uh, we, We don't have Joe for this episode, but he'll be back next week. Unless we start a war. <laughs> did you did you talk to any of your friends about the Nancy Pelosi thing and that like World War Three was trending on Twitter this week? I didn't, but well, to be honest, I'm not on Twitter right now. I decided to leave Twitter, so I'm out of the loop on things like that. And also it's hard to talk to people about politics sometimes where it's just everyone like jerking each other off. There's no um, debates. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. But my, I think my point was more, uh, I have a group chat with some of our other friends, Sam, Chris, uh, Sam, Keelan, Kyle. Gotcha. And somebody was like, you think it's time to invest in the yen? And I was like, I, I don't think so. I feel like war <laughs> is, is bad for all money. But yeah, I don't no. know anything. I'm just saying that because I it sounds right. And then we spent the next 45 minutes like dissecting exactly what would happen. I was like, yeah, that'll happen. And, you know, maybe a short term gain. But Russia made a reserve currency with China. So Russia losing the war and then China going to war would be bad. And then Evergrande is failing. So everyone in China's lost their life savings. And, you know, if we go to war, we'll probably win. It's just one of those things where like, I just say a lot of stuff and I have no idea. Yeah. You got really uh, in depth with that, but I, I do feel like if a war happens, you know, everyone's like a wartime economy is the most fruitful economy. It's like, I don't think it would be this time around. Uh, I just think we would be fucked. 
Yeah. Also, we're draftable, man. I thought that, um, and God bless Joe and and all of our troops, but <laughs> I don't want to be in the army. Um, no, I'm I'm fine uh, doing this here now. Uh, but I thought you couldn't get drafted once you turned 27. I thought draft age was 18 to 26. And I just don't think that's true. I, I looked it up because someone was like, no, it's not. I think you could get drafted up until you're 35. And if they really, really wanted to. Right. I think it's 18 to 26 is like the initial draft. And then they can do like an expanded draft up to 35. Like, but that's like, if we send everyone there, and they just get fucking obliterated. Like, by the bugs and starship troopers. Yeah. If I get drafted, I'm immediately going to Joe's platoon and shooting him in the foot. And then he'll shoot me in the foot and we'll both get to go home. Got it. There's a, there's a movie with, um, I think his name's Nicholas Holt. Okay. Does that sound yeah. familiar? I mean, that's a guy. I, I know who he is, but he I played J.R.R. Tolkien and Tolkien. Oh Yeah. Yes. And um, Mr. Beast in um, X-Men. The Beast. The Beast. 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 Um, and the first scene is him just crushing his hand and his like sergeant walks by and is basically like, come on, man, don't be such a wuss. Like, you can't <laughs> do that. He's got like the Humvee door just. Oh, no, that's his writing hand. What's he going to how could he get out of the war with that? Who knows? He needs to write with that. He needs yeah. to write the, the the magnum opus for old white men from the 30s to, you know, escape the horrible, horrible war. And his best friend, C.S. Lewis. Were they friends? Yeah, they were good friends. Was Was Tolkien also, like, super religious? I don't know. I watched Tolkien which is the main source of this for me on a plane. And at my old job, I used to try to drink as much in the airport and then on the plane for my late night flights. Cause I was just taking the train home and just make it nice and easy. Uh, so, you know, a couple beers in the airport, a couple beers on the plane. I don't remember the whole movie very well. I just know that <laughs> Lewis was his friend. Okay. Just CS Lewis being like, hey, J.R.R., why isn't that Jesus in your book? He's just like Gollum. Gollum is Jesus, obviously. Maybe. I mean, if you think about it, like he's sacrificed himself. He's the one who sacrificed himself. (laughs) At the end, he, the ring is our sins and Gollum sacrifices himself to destroy our sins so that Frodo, who is the Christian white man, can go fucking to heaven at the end of it with all the elves and have orgies. I assume that's what they're doing. I was always confused by that at the end of the movie. What They're like, oh, we're going to the elf lands and acting like they're going to die. I'm like, why? Why, are they, why is this like they're going to die? And they're taking Bilbo with them. He's freaking geriatric as fuck. And he gets all the shit. 
I don't know, but also like hobbits live for like hundreds of years, right? Well, I think that's just Bilbo did that because of the ring. But if you go to the undying lands, I think there's special criteria. You have to be a ring bearer or you have to have done like some some cool shit. Right. But, for you know, if anyone deserved to go to the undying lands, it was Gollum. Yeah. And those elves do be having orgies, I think. Yeah. I mean, what else do you do if you live forever and like... There's nothing. There's nothing else to do but eat and fuck. Yeah, and you don't get fat because you're an elf. Are there any fat elves besides Santa Claus? We'll see in the um, in the new Lord of the Rings series if they add any any fat elves. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that on that show? I think it'll be good, man. Um, I'm excited because House of the Dragon is coming up. I think House of the Dragons first on August 29th. And then um, the Rings of Power is like mid to late September. Okay. I'm not that excited for House of the Dragon. I don't know why, but but I am excited for Rings of Power. I think it looks fun. I mean, people are shitting on it online, but what isn't getting shit on online these days? People just love to hate, me included. Well, did you did you see the thing that came out like either today or yesterday from DC Studios? What are they trying to do like a fantasy epic or Sandman or something? What? They ha- filmed, directed, edited and completed Batgirl. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like 70 or 90 million and they're just not putting it out. That's baffling to me. It must just be so bad if they're going to take that loss. I, to put things in in a language I understand, I feel as though Marvel is the New England Patriots and (laughs) DC is the New York Jets. Like, they can't do anything right. Like, the only bright spot they had, Christian Bale was the Joe Namath of DC Comics. It's the only movies they got right. I just watched all three of them over the weekend, so they're very fresh. But, like, the first Suicide Squad, not good. Yeah. Ben Affleck, detestable. He's going to be Batman again. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did hear about that. What the fuck is that? Honestly, and I'm a Robert Pattinson guy. I'm Team Edward dating back to 2008. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch that movie. I didn't care to watch it at all. He looked gross. Guess what? Batman, not supposed to look gross. <laughs> he has to be hot. I mean, Bruce Wayne's definitely like a fucking Chad Himbo. Like, oh, yes, I'm, look at my chin. Yeah. I mean, that's the only part he reveals to the world. He's got a Dave... He's- He's got a Dave Pant chin. Yeah, big butt chin. We had the Pant family reunion, the 75th annual Pant family reunion oh, this shit. past weekend. One of my uncles was there that I haven't seen in forever. He looks pretty pretty similar to my dad. Dude is just such a dick. I didn't even <laughs> want to bring it up on this podcast, but like, I haven't seen him in several years at this point. And the first thing he says is he looks at my tattoos and say, Oh, so did you join a prison gang? It's like, whatever. <laughs> You're like some fucking dumb hick from Wisconsin. I'll let it slide. 
the next thing he says when he comes up to me 20 minutes later, whoa, better watch out, prison gang. I was like, all right, man, first of all, we live in a society that gives second chances. And like, if you can be reformed and released and you were part of a prison gang, I like to think that you can uh, reestablish yourself in society. There's nothing wrong with that. Second of all, like, join the fucking 21st century. Everybody has tattoos. Not everybody, but a lot of people do. Just fuck off, man. Right. Tattoos are a very normalized thing nowadays. And also, come up with a second joke. Like, if he's he's going to go do the prison game <laughs> joke twice, like, at least at least to be, be creative with it if he's going to shit on you. It was the same thing twice. I didn't say another word to him the rest of the time. That's annoying. When I was a kid, when I was probably like three or four, so like still young enough to be getting away with stuff. Yeah. I remember like biting his leg at a family party. (laughs) (laughs) My parents parents were always like, like, that's not chill, you know? And obviously like, that's what you have to say to your kid. But I like to think of it as like, even back then, I kind of knew he was a dick. Right. And like your parents probably thought it was kind of funny. I'm sure they did. I don't know if it drew blood or left a mark or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember doing it. I've just heard the story. Right. Sometimes you don't remember that shit. What, uh, what kind of, was there some good eats at the Pan family reunion? Like what, what's the traditional food spread look like for that? Yeah, so since this was the 75th, they did things a little bit different. My family's very large and pretty Catholic. Uh, One of my second cousins recently became a priest, so they said a mass for us. And the first thing I ate that day was a uh, the body of Christ. Uh, Uh, Yes, a little piece of plastic bread. Mm, Jesus, you taste so good. Yeah, basically. Um. And then we did catering for fried chicken. It used to be just like everybody bring your own stuff, but they did a big catered meal. You know, since the pandemic is over, it's safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they did feel the need to hand out COVID tests to everybody just in case. So I thought that was a little bit of a juxtaposition. That was smart, I suppose. Yeah. But did, uh, did Camille come along or was she spared? No, she did come along. Um, I wasn't getting letting her get out of that. But I think she had a really good time. We made a couple dishes, brought those up as well. Some um, good vegetarian meals. Yeah, some vegan stuff. And okay, then, vegan, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the rest of the day was fun, man. We have a song. We have a Pan Family Reunion song uh, that they wrote probably 10 years ago. Where the chorus is, uh, this is the family picnic, the best day of the year. This is the family picnic. Aren't you glad you're here? The Pant family started it all in 1947. The founders aren't here today. Are they having a picnic in heaven? And every verse like that has a rhyming part at the end. And there's six verses. I haven't been there in a couple of years, so I couldn't really remember. And the song just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Joe, once Joe hears this, he's going to immediately get back on a plane just to come fight my dad, fight your dad. He's going to be like, I'm coming back from Taiwan. 
going to punch Mr. Pan in his chin. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, vegan meals, I mean, I, I've had some good vegetarian vegan options in my life, you know, working on sets. Sometimes you get, you always have that option and like, I'll sample it. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. This past weekend, Amy and I went to a vegan sandwich place before we went to Griffith Park. They had the option to add non-vegan items. And the sandwich that we wanted sounded really good without the vegan stuff. So, like, we specified that. We're like, oh, yeah. And we'll have turkey pastrami and non-vegan Swiss, please. And the lady serving us, she was very nice. But, like, when I said that, her her face just dropped and turned into a bit of a scowl. And, like, she was very less warm after that. And I was like, I get that. But also, if it's an option, you can't get mad. So people are going to come in and want a regular sandwich. And, like, it probably would have been delicious either way, but something about that turkey pastrami sounded good to me in the moment. Yeah, I hear you, man. You're you're flexing like your um, I don't know what to call it, omnivore privilege though. Like yeah. the, that's the first time that's ever happened. Where normally it's the vegan person is like, "Can I take maybe a thing off here or there?" Like, do you have a vegan version? The people are like, <laughs> "Yeah, everyone." You were you were, you were like, "Can I have meat?" And they were like, huh, huh. Well, "Yeah." It was nice to experience that, I guess, on the other side of it. Cause I definitely have that omnivore privilege where I'll, I'll eat anything. I'll eat a fucking pig dick. <laughs> if it's, if it's cooked the right way. I mean, that's what hot dogs are. If we're being real, it's just ground, it's just ground pig dicks. Yeah. But they're so good. Especially in Chicago. Can't beat them. They have the fucking, uh, I love a LA street dog for sure, but you know, it doesn't compare to the Chicago style hot dog. And I've got, I've, you know, gotten a couple Chicago style hot dogs since I've been here just because I miss home and they have fucking lettuce on them. What is that bullshit? I'm going to be honest. I've never had a Chicago dog. I don't like most toppings. Uh, so I don't eat them. That's fair. It's definitely, on its own, the toppings I don't really like. Like, fucking relish is disgusting. Um, like, the big honking tomatoes, they're always shitty tomatoes. But, like, as a whole, it's just sort of a cohesive thing that comes together, and it's its own flavor profile that just, like, reminds me of Chicago, and I fucking love it. But they come with lettuce out there? At least, like, the biggest... There's a really big hot dog place out here, Pink's. It was on that episode of Nathan for You, where like they don't like Nathan cutters. Don't like his comedy. Don't think he's funny at all. Oh, that's sad for you. His new show on HBO is just genius. Anyways, that's beside the point. It's like the best, quote unquote, the best hot dog place in LA, and they fucking put lettuce on their Chicago dog. And it's um, offensive, honestly, if I'm being real. More offensive than anything that's ever happened to Chicagoans, I mean. <laughs> that checks out. 
Yeah. Chicagoans don't get offended by much, but like if you fuck with their unhealthy food, you can uh, go fuck yourself. Oh man, I had to get so I had to get some unhealthy food today. Yeah. I was making I was making lunch and I had I make what I call a pizza omelet. It's really good. It's 310 calories or so and about 32 grams of protein. I put two slices of pepperoni in the pan while it's heating up. And then I scramble my eggs, toss them in. And then when it's ready, I take a cheese stick and like shred it apart and put that in, fold it over, pizza omelet. Delicious. I mean, that sounds amazing. That's not that unhealthy, like a little bit, but. Well, I dropped it on the floor today. (laughs) I put the pan on the side of the stove and I just kind of missed a little bit. So that was hot and falling. So I caught that, but I had the spatula with the omelet on it. Omelet goes face down. I ended up just cutting off the side of the omelet that hit the ground and had half of an omelet, which like, you know, whatever was fine, but I was starving. So I went to Rosati's, which is right down the street from me, got a slice of pepperoni and two cannolis. How much do you think two cannolis cost? 12 bucks. 9.50. Much more than I thought it would be. And I get home, I eat one cannoli on the way home like a piece of shit because I'm starving and I haven't been eating that much sugar. And I've been trying to like not drink that much beer, which has a lot of sugar in it. So I just, I was feeling lightheaded. I needed something. Ate my cannoli. Get home, eat my pizza, go for cannoli number two which I said, I'll save this for dinner. And then was like, nah, fuck that. Giant hair. <laughs> like, is that my oh. hair? Pull it out. This long, probably, so what is that? Six inches? Yeah, fuck. Uh, probably two to three inches were in the cannoli. What would you do in that situation? If I was really, really wanted the cannoli, I would just take the hair out and eat it. But if I was in a mindset where I was like, I don't really feel like it, I probably would have just thrown it away or, or given it to someone who didn't know. I, I split the difference. I pulled it out. The side that it was in, I left. And then I ate the other half of the cannoli. <laughs> so, so you're a big, if there's half of it that's touched something gross, I'll eat the other half guy. Well, I walked in and I said, do you have cannolis ready? Because I didn't want to wait. I'd spent a significant portion of my lunchtime that I am allotted by my overlords at work cooking my pizza omelet. Then I had to walk down the street to Rosati's and walk back. So I was like, hey, are the, are the cannolis ready? And she was like, no, it takes, but it only takes like two, three minutes to make them. I said, great, I'll take the cannolis. And... So I know it was just in there, right? Mm. Like, unless I'm assuming they have the crusts made already and then they pipe the cream in. So unless the hair was in the cream, it was in there for a total of 20 minutes by the time I got home, ate my slice and went for number two. And I figured like hair. It's not a big deal. If you eat it, it's a big deal. Right. It's like it passed like. 
I don't know. I I didn't want to uh, eat the part that it was visible. I just just ate two thirds of the cannoli. Right. You needed your peace of mind. I got a taco from Tacos Del Rey way back in the day, and it had hair a hair in it, but I didn't know, and I fucking like swallowed, and I felt something catch in my throat, and I. Oh. Grabbed, I, I was like reached back and grabbed the piece of hair and slowly like took it out of my mouth bit by bit and out of my throat bit by bit. And then it fucking broke. So like in my throat. So I just had like a little like tickle there. I got a nice, I got a pineapple Haritos and didn't eat there for like six months. And that was, that's the best tacos and our hometown if we're being real yeah. and I was pretty upset but um that's it grossed me out and I wasn't grossed out by hair until that happened to me and then I was like oh hair is nasty so you know as you know and the listeners may not the 14 listeners thank you guys thank you uh Camille Amy uh Nick Actually, I don't know if Nick listened. Eric, to our fans. Yeah. Thank you to all fans. our fans. Uh, if you can Only confirm fans. you listened, we'll give you a shout out on every show. Um, I told my brother about it, so maybe he listened. Yeah, I mean, we can, we'll can. we eventually get uh, some social media stuff up and running so we can engage with our growing community. The peepers. The peepers. <laughs> the peepers room peepers. Yeah. You can't get in, but you can look through. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I used to be a health inspector. So I learned a lot about like all that stuff and like hair carries disease, but like, mm. unless you're just a like grimy ass person, like one strand of hair is not going to kill you. Like nothing, right. you know, like nothing. You have a much better chance of like the cheese they're using just been sitting out at room temperature for the past two days and getting sick from that than you do getting sick from the, the hair. So I'm okay with it. It's just like, it's a visible thing. And I go back and forth. And today I, I was fourth. I, I was forthright with myself and decided not to eat that half of the cannoli. No, I think that's a good decision. And while we're on the topic of food, I had a, I was out delivering food this morning and I had a run-in with a very uh, sharp Karen. Um, Sharp-tongued or like sh- elbows were sharp? She was bony. She was definitely bony, um, but she was mad. It was like I was delivering to a fucking dog grooming place, and there was a dog daycare right next to each other. So I parked in front of the dog daycare. They're literally like feet apart. Well, you and know, like, they could be the same owner. Right. So I get out of the car with the food and she's like, uh, what are you doing? Hi. And I'm like, oh, I just got a delivery for Angie. And she's like, um, you don't have a dog? And I'm like, no, I'm just Angie. She works at the groomer. She's like, this isn't the groomer. This is, uh, can you read it? It says dog daycare. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just be a second. I'm sorry. And she goes, you need to move your car right now. And I'm like, you know, look around. There's no, they don't have business. There's more, there's other spaces open. So I'm just like, I'll be a second. And she goes, all right, that's fine. I'll just call the cops. So I ignore her because I'm like, whatever. Go inside, 
drop off the food, come back out. She's on the phone. She's like, I'm calling them. I'm calling them. And I'm like, awesome. Good for you. Get in the car, drive away. And like, I hear her yell. She's like, I have your license plate number and they will be contacting you. And I'm like, I mean, I hope they do. <laughs> Honestly, that would make my day just getting a call from the police. Be like, uh, did you uh, park in front of the dog grooming station and on this side street? It's just one of those things where it's like, all right, you know, I, I guess I get where she's coming from. Maybe he's a small business owner. You know, if she's the owner, but at the same time, like, was it blocked? Was it marked off? No parking except for dog rumors. No, it, it said part. It said parking for customers only, which it was like it could have been for the. It was to my view the same parking lot as the dog groomers. You know, right? That's fair. I mean, they don't own the parking lot. They don't own the street. They don't know if you're a customer or not. If they're dog grooming and you're going to doggy daycare, how do they know you're not picking up a dog after being in Chicago for the weekend at Lollapalooza? Yeah, it's because I had a sack of burgers and I look like a schlub right now. So she was probably like, get this, get this trash off my front lawn. Was it in like Beverly Hills or something? Uh, it it wasn't quite in Beverly Hills, but it was pretty close. West Hollywood. So like, I don't know. Our listeners, I don't know if they know the LA geography, but it was on the cusp. I am um, uh, speaking of LA, man. Did we talk about the lottery last week? Uh, no, but you texted me about it Did separately. I? You just told oh. me that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I texted Chris and said, if we win the lottery, if I win the lottery, the 1.2 billion, which unfortunately I did not, I was going yeah. to hire a bunch of people and buy a bunch of tents and RVs and camp outside Joe's military base to throw a big surprise party for when he is done with his service time and then have a music festival there. And it seemed a lot funnier uh, in my head. But anyways, I mean, we should like if we get that's a great idea you know it'd be like that alien festival at area 51 just to fucking do the podcast from from the tent city outside of the army base joe when he's we can he can come off base and do the podcast for an hour he can come across I'll, the street although i don't know that's pretty difficult for him if he can't uh do a one hour call from taiwan from the plane of towards going to taiwan yeah. And Annette, he, he doesn't want Nancy to hear. I, I'm curious whether he's pro or anti-Nancy, and I don't want to find out on the podcast. I want all of our listeners to be able to think that, you know, we're on the same side as them. Well, actually, that's not really the case, but uh, <laughs> that's not what we talk about here. But I have my house picked out in Beverly Hills. Okay. When I win, win the lottery. It's uh, $28 million, so it has to be kind of a big lottery, but it's right north of Rodeo Drive, uh, right by all the shopping towns. I spent okay. a, lot of, a lot of time on Zillow, picked out my <laughs> house, and then mapped it on Google Maps. I know where my future kids will be going to school. I know where I'll be going out to eat every night. I'm pretty excited. I'll win so if, if you hit it big, 
your goal is Beverly Hills. I would want to live in LA. And like, if I'm going to buy a big fucking mansion in LA, like I'm just going to buy one of Beverly Hills. Why? Okay. That's fair. And I assume if you're going to be close to all the shopping, you don't want to be like up the hill. Like you're right on some flat ground. It's uh, so that's the thing. It's hard to tell on Google maps, but I think I'm probably up a little bit, but not like too high. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, those houses up there are pretty cool. They're all like very unique, I would say, because there's a lot of cookie cutter shit out here. Obviously, yeah. it's a fucking massive city. Um, but driving up there sucks so bad. I'm honestly surprised there's not hundreds of deaths a year up there with the amount of cars that are just whipping around curves. And it's barely big enough for two cars to go through. Sometimes it's not, dude. I've been on roads where I'm like, if I turned my wheel a little bit, I would go just down the cliff. The yeah. yeah. That's why I would have a personal driver. Oh, okay. I mean, if I won the lottery, like... who? Which of our friends would be your personal driver? I mean, well, I wouldn't <laughs> ask anyone to do... I wouldn't ask anyone of our friends specifically to do that. Not because I would treat anyone poorly, but like, I don't know. I don't want anyone to have to rely on me for their life like give i don't want to have to give people life you know like if they wanted me to give them life i would maybe nick i think that'd be the funniest nick yeah he would do it he would like he would be fun well chris we're coming down to two minutes uh do you want a minute of your final thoughts oh final thoughts well uh i'm excited for still for the podcast it's it's going to keep growing. Um, excited to have Joey back next week when he's done um, his covert ops. And uh, yeah, like I said earlier, we're, we're going to try to get some like social media going and so we can engage with our peepers. The peeps room peepers. We coined that live. We're so good. Anyways. Peepers. Yeah. Yeah. I would say uh, for my final thoughts, um, my butler, I would probably bring back or just turn fictional Alfred Pennyworth into a real person if yeah. I'm able to do that. Uh, but my real final thought is about my fucking t- leasing company, Beale Properties <laughs> in Chicago, Illinois. I'm moving. Oh I know I'm moving already. They emailed me today, raising my rent $130 a month if I re-signed with them. That is fucking highway robbery. And guess what? Last week, uh, or last year when they did it, they raised it $30 or $35. So that would be $165 in two years. That's over 10% of what my monthly rent was when I started here. Fucking bullshit. And uh, I hate them. Don't rent from them. Hey, this episode of the Peepus Room was brought to you by landlords. They make a lot of money for seemingly zero work. Scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. All right, everyone. Well, that was the Peepus Room, episode two. Get on up out of here. This this room's just for us. Get up. Get out and... Come back next week. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. All right.